Weather forecasting is about to improve for a significant portion of the Western Hemisphere. On Tuesday, NASA launched a vital new satellite for the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. NOAA Research Satellite Meteorologist Tim Schmidt joins me to talk about it on Lincoln Live. Good morning, Tim. Good morning. Let's put all this in a time frame reference here. Tim and I are talking on Tuesday morning. So the launch is taking place Tuesday sometime during the day, depending on what time zone you're in. Tim, this conversation is airing on a Wednesday morning, so it will have already been launched, okay? Because it looks pretty good to get off the ground. So having all that been said, it doesn't change anything about the satellite. It could be, we could be talking about the satellite a month ago, or we could talk about it a month from now, and everything is the same. We're talking about the GOES-T satellite, G-O-E-S-T, GOES-T satellite. It will join a fleet of satellites which monitor weather both on Earth and in space. So, Tim, talk about NOAA's GOES fleet, first of all, and what role all of these new satellites play in that fleet. So NOAA has uh, two operational GOES, we'll call them GOES East and GOES West, and GOES T, which will become GOES 18, will ultimately become and take over in the GOES Western spot. So that will cover the Pacific and the Western United States and into the midsection of the country. So GOES is an acronym, Geostationary Operational Environmental Satellite. So geostationary is a special orbit where the satellite seems like it hovers over the equator so we can get rapid imaging. Operational, of course, 24 by 7. Environmental, as you said, it's more than just weather. And the S for satellite. As a research satellite meteorologist for NOAA, what excites you most about this new satellite? There are a number of instruments. One of the Earth-facing instruments is this advanced imager, and it can give us both the big picture, you know, large hemispheric view, um, beautiful full-disc images of the Earth, but also the details, the small scale, the mesoscale, looking at, you know, fires uh, and their hot spots or you know, blowing snow or con- convection. So, again, for this one satellite, and as you mentioned, we have a fleet of them. So between the east and west satellites, we see basically from the coast of New Zealand to the coast of Africa. Safe to say, you mentioned some of the environmental hazards. Goes t or when it actually makes orbit, is goes 18 How will it be helpful when those large-scale environmental hazards come up, but volcanic eruptions, yep. wildfires yep. around the world. Yeah, yep. so due to its orbit, again, it can get this rapid scan imagery sometimes as often as every one minute or every 30 seconds. So if a volcano goes off somewhere and there's a plume in the atmosphere, these GOES satellites will detect them right away, and then aircraft can be diverted to avoid that dangerous ash cloud. Or, again, there can be fires, wildfires starting, we can see them from our goes. People will call the emergency managers, and often people haven't called in from 911 yet because we saw the heat signature from the goes imager before then. A couple of times now, Tim, you've mentioned the orbit itself, the fact that it's going around the equator, that uh, geostationary orbit. I had to look yeah. that up. It means the satellite's orbit period is equal to Earth's rotation period. Why is that noteworthy? So that's noteworthy because you can... Then get the same instrument looking down at the same spot on the Earth 
and see the clouds or the land heat up or, or the fire initiate instead of getting kind of snapshots every couple hours. So, again, we can watch this rapidly changing phenomena. Another thing that, you know, goes he will be able to help us with is to monitor uh, turbulence in the atmosphere for, for when you're on an aircraft and uh, so avoid uh, those areas of, of rough weather. Tim Schmidt joins me for the conversation on Lincoln Live, National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration Research Satellite Meteorologist. We're talking about a satellite that NASA launched on Tuesday, the GOES-T satellite. I read where industries will also be helped by GOES-T. What industries and, and how? Well, I'd like to say there are two uh, users of, of GOES data, people that use the data directly and hence know it, and then people or industries that use the data indirectly. So, for example, by better monitoring the upstream weather, I mean the clouds, the, the wind field, the moisture, the temperature, that information gets put into numerical models to get a better idea of what the atmosphere is currently doing, and that gives us then better forecasts out in time. Of course, the farther you want to look out in time, the more you have to look upstream. Like, for example, what goes T will help us out in the Pacific. So really think of a weather-sensitive industry. I mean, not just agriculture, but, you know, energy, you know, uh, so- solar, uh, transportation, um, really um, it, it's probably shorter to list the uh, industries that aren't weather sensitive. Is this going to impact at all the accuracy of weather forecasts across the United States? Uh, we're in a dry spell right now, and that's our forecast and has been all winter long. Been pretty accurate with that. Uh, for, for listeners here in central part of the United States, Nebraska, in Lincoln, Nebraska, does this satellite have any relevance to them? It does have a, a lot of relevance because not only does it, you know, can monitor this kind of the upstream weather for the for the longer term forecast, but again, these rapid scan images. We also have uh, what's called the geostationary lightning mapper for for total lightning. So, you know, to know where the convection is, and uh, more importantly, know where the convection is going to be, uh, goes is uh, critical for that. Finally, it's, it's my understanding that GOES-T will track space weather. What is space weather, and why is that important? So, yeah, there are a number of instruments on GOES-T that look at the environment around the satellite or take images of the sun. And so, for example, when we look at the sun, we can see solar flares or chronomass ejections. Again, if those then interact with the Earth's magnetic sphere, then we can get uh impact on GPS, which we all use, either directly or indirectly, or it can even, if there's a bad enough uh, solar storm, affect the uh, electrical grid. So GOES can help you uh, keep you safe for not just uh, terrestrial weather, but space weather as well. Well, Tim, this is a refreshing break from what's going on here on planet Earth. There's a lot of stressful stuff going on with Russia, Ukraine, the economy, our drought, and this is happening above Earth, and it has the potential to uh, just open up new areas of research. I know you're excited about it as a research satellite meteorologist. So it's been a refreshing change up in the atmosphere compared to what's going on at Earth, and I want to thank you and NASA for that. 
You're welcome. Yes, we're very very excited about these uh, satellites and uh, all all what they they can do. Um, obviously, help help keep us safe, but also provide just beautiful, gorgeous images of our Earth. NOAA Research Satellite Meteorologist Tim Schmidt joining me for the conversation on Lincoln Live.